All right. Let's fucking do this. Episode two. Uh, my name is Nick, and today I have Jake with me. What's up, Jake? How you doing, man? It's, it's been a solid, what, week since I've seen you? Uh... About yeah yeah uh, oh yeah I forgot we actually saw each other about a week ago holy shit I didn't I didn't get my poster my oh god Tim I still have it in my room dude <laughs> dude I I feel so bad for leaving it because I was like really excited to figure out where I was gonna put it and um I I, I just it totally slipped my mind man I, I guess I drank too much that night uh <laughs> <laughs> actually I didn't drink that night I don't know what I guess I just forgot it uh. But yeah, um, it's good to be on here. I'm excited to to talk. Yeah, I'm glad you came on because honestly, like, I I knew that I wanted to have you on as the next guest, but like, I didn't know if when I asked you if you were gonna want to do it or not, or if you would even have time to, because I know you work a lot. So um, I was kind of like hesitant when I asked you. Um, it took a lot of uh, motivation in myself to actually text you. <laughs> Dude, like you, you and I have been talking about doing this podcast for like literally like, the entire year that we lived together. <laughs> I know, and we never we got like half of the wall set up in like our living room with sound padding, and we just never did it. Like we never continued at that point. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we finally I finally get to be on your podcast and at least you know participate in podcasting with you. Uh, I know this is like a passion of yours, so I'm really excited to get to follow it. Yeah, this is something I've always wanted to do, um, and honestly, I don't even really care who I do it with. I've just always wanted to do it, and you know, I for the longest time, the reason I didn't do it was just because I couldn't find anybody that wanted to do it with me like full time. And then, literally, like a few weeks ago, like when I first started this, I was like sitting in my room and I was thinking about it, and I just thought to myself, like, why the hell am I trying to find? like, a full-time co-host when I have all these friends that would, like, gladly come on here and talk to me about shit. And, like, it would make it a lot easier because, you know, like, whenever I find free time, I can just text whoever's available and be like, hey, jump on here, let's talk about shit, you know? Um, so I feel like it's a lot easier this way um, instead of trying to find, like, one person to do it literally every week with me or, you know, however often I do it. Yeah, I mean, like, I know that I was always, like, down to be your co-host, but, like, it just, it never, I never had the time, because, like, again, you've accumulated, I work at least 60 hours a week right now, uh, probably, actually, less than that, lately, it's been less than that, but, like, back when I lived with you, definitely, uh, 60 hours a week back then, but now it's, like, 45, 50. Yeah, that's still a lot, though, to oh, be honest. Oh, it's 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 awful, but I'm I'm making decent enough money to stand stand uh, deal with it, so I'm I'm not gonna complain. Hell yeah! Well, it's good to hear. But um, and uh, I, I know we've been talking about this like all week. Um, but uh, you mentioned that something that we talked about in episode one uh, when I was with Evan. Um, it was something about the Jurassic Park thing, like the alligators and snakes like eating each other. Um, I know you mentioned that you wanted to talk something about that, so go for it. Yeah, uh, when you were talking, I think it was specifically when you brought up the fact that uh, one of your friends had told you about uh, that recreating the dinosaurs. That was that was, I was that guy. Um, so I, really cool and really fascinating story. It all starts with this dude Jack Horner. 
He he essentially uh, he found his first dinosaur bone at the age of eight, and he was always fascinated by it, even uh, through his service in Vietnam. Um, and he ended up like after his service there, he started up this archaeology um, gig, and he actually helped um, literally all of the Jurassic Park movies. He helped do background work to kind of like make sure that like the uh, the animatronics and stuff they were doing like were pretty identical. And in uh, 2009, he wrote this fucking this is this book called How to Build a Dinosaur. Um, extinction does not have to be forever. And basically, he out of everything he learned, um, he, uh, he he realized that if you like tweak the embryo of like an egg, we can like genetically mess with stuff. And like we've been, we've been doing that as like a science uh, for a while. It's not necessarily legal, but like if you have government permission, you know they don't care. Uh, but he even without CRISPR, you're able to like change stuff in an embryo. And he he basically is making his mission because the T-Rex came from the chicken to turn a chicken into a dinosaur. Um, so, so it's pretty wild because he's using like all this advanced technology to try and basically create something that was extinct but never actually existed. It's going to be a completely different species. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, he's He's got a lot of progress on it too. He, uh, it, as of last year, so, uh, he's gotten the snout of the, the, he's turned the beak into a snout with teeth, and he, uh, he's, uh, been able to change the wings into a form of claw, but he's still trying to, like, get it to be more like a, like a hand, instead of, like, just, like, a, a massive, like, four fingers coming out of his arm, um, and I believe they've also gotten, um, uh, some extra vertebrae in his tail for the chicken, um, so they're, they're doing quite a bit to do that right now. And there's estimates that there may or may not be um, uh, a, a, chi- a purchasable pet dinosaur chicken in like five years time. Uh, they, they estimate by 2025 that might be a thing. Dude, can you imagine that? Dude, I would, I would, uh, I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest with you. Because like, I mean, growing up, I've seen all of the Jurassic Park movies. I'm fascinated by dinosaurs. And, like, all of those movies end horribly. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, man, it'd be really cool, but I don't want my pet dinosaur chicken to bite my face off in my sleep, you know? Yeah, I feel like that would be one of those things that, like, why... <laughs> I don't know how to word this, but, like, why would they be purchasable pets when they could just be something that could be put in a zoo and go, like... In, like, if it was in a zoo, hell yeah, I'd go see it. But if I walked into a fucking animal shelter and there was a, a fucking raptor sitting there, dude, I would, like, sprint out of that place. Like, there's no fucking way. Yeah, I mean, one thing I will say is Jurassic Park was basically an overglorified dino zoo. So even then, it wouldn't end well, at least from what we've seen in, in like, movies and stuff. Um, but, like, he directly quoted that he intends these things to be pets at some point, or at least wants it to be a pet of his own. Um, I know that from what I read, uh, he met in an interview he did last year, he still has funding for the next 10 years. So this is something that we're probably going to see by the time you and I enter our, like, early 30s or late 40s pop up and be, like, super, super prominent. But they are shooting. They did say in 2015 that they were already halfway to figuring it out. So... It might be much, much sooner than we, than we think. Um, I think it's pretty pretty wild just 
with how much technology is growing and he hasn't even used CRISPR, which they're using CRISPR to bring back the uh, mammoths. I don't know if you knew that. We are officially bringing back the woolly mammoth um, sometime in the next decade. Oh, my God. Dude, 2020 is already fucked up enough. Can you imagine if all of a sudden we start seeing, like, breaking news? Uh, T-Rex running wild on New York City. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like... God. I don't know if I'd even be surprised at this point, to be I, honest. Honestly, there is no news article or no breaking news that can come out now, like in 2020, that would shock me anymore. Because I've seen so much shit this year that it, like, nothing blows my mind anymore. Like, the only thing that shocked me recently was when Chadwick Boseman died. And that was just because that was, like, completely, like, unexpected, and it had nothing to do with COVID. And, like, no one even, like, fucking knew that he had cancer or anything. Like, he just died, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, like, I I, kind of had an idea he might be sick, because there was, like, a photo released in May of him being, like, super skinny, and I was kind of worried about it, but, like, nothing came out after that for months, so I just assumed he was fine. But... I guess not. And like I, I, I felt horrible when he died too, because like I was, I was really looking forward to seeing what he was going to do in the next Marvel stuff. And I haven't seen that movie tw- he did, Twenty One Bridges yet. But now it's like one of my like on my my next few movies on my watch list. Um, I haven't gotten like vibes of like, damn, that sucks since like Juice World passed. Yeah, no kidding. That was that was like the last death that really got me. Juice World, and then now Chadwick um and like the thing that bums me out is like you know like you said like he's not going to be in any more of the Marvel stuff unless they already filmed it but I doubt it um but like he won't be any more of the Marvel stuff and then I heard that there were rumors that they were supposed to make a Black Panther 2 and like I wonder if that's just either not going to happen anymore or if they're just going to like change the actor and honestly if they change the actor it's not going to be the same. Like, everyone's going to go watch it, and they're just going to be, like, super disappointed because everyone is just going to be, like, thinking back to the first movie and being like, this isn't him. It. I, I don't think they should replace T'Challa. I, if anything, I think they should, like, write him off off, like, script and, like, have maybe... Maybe one of the stronger female um, cast members step up and become the female Black Panther. Maybe that would be the best way forward so it doesn't feel like they're directly replacing T'Challa. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Disney had I saw an article the other day about them possibly deciding how to uh, do Black Panther 2. And I, I think they did state they were not planning... Um, they were not planning on um, replacing T'Challa. I, I think that would be a horrible idea. Yeah, no. that I don't know. I think they either need to just not do Black Panther 2 at all, or... I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how they could spin it. Like, other than... The only way I could see it is if, like, maybe they found a way to, like, CGI Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther and then like maybe in Black Panther 2 just like um like have him have a son or something and then like the whole movie is about like 
the son becoming older and like becoming the Black Panther, you know, and then like Chadwick dying like halfway through the movie or something. Maybe. I mean, they do have that Carrie Fisher money, and they did do it for her, so we could see that. I I think I would like that, but they would have to be very, very careful with, like, how they do that, because, like, at least with the Carrie Fisher stuff they did in, like, the the latest Star Wars trilogy, um, at least with that, they had, um, like, some footage of Carrie to, like, really, like, help it out, but I don't think they've even started shooting for Black Panther 2 yet, so I don't think they have anything they can go off of to CGI Chadwick, uh, which is the one thing that I am worried about. Yeah, I feel like if they did something like that, they could easily fuck it up, like, very quickly, um, and I feel like, like, die-hard Marvel fans like myself would be very disappointed if they went to a theater and like you could obviously tell that it was CGI and that like they were trying to get him out of the movie as fast as possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I it, don't know. It would feel rushed to like it. Maybe off screen would be the best way. Uh, I did find an article. Um, so it seems like their current plan that it's it is subject to change, but their current plan seems to be they're gonna try and make Shuri to succeed her brother. Um, so I think that could be good because um, they they did give Shuri some like character development not only in Endgame but also in Black Panther that was like pretty significant for her. So I think that could be pretty good. But I also think that that's point she. She needs more than just Black Panther 2. She needs her own, like, standalone, like, movie kind of explaining why she became Black Panther. Or at least, like, a 30-minute, like, clip or something. And maybe CGI Chadwick into there. And that might be, like, the best way to go about writing T'Challa off. Yeah, they may need to make, like, a short film about, like, her backstory. And, like, the, I feel like the best way they could segue her into Black Panther 2 was, like, if they made that short film about her backstory right, they need to pull, like, uh, you know, like, all the old Iron Mans and all the old Captain Americas, and they need to pull a Nick Fury move where, at the very end of the movie, they have, like, um, you know, like, whoever come in and, like, offer her the position of Black Panther, and then it just, like, cut off. And then, literally, Black Panther 2 starts off like that that would be ideal um i wouldn't i don't know if i'd say nick fury but maybe like was t'challa the oldest member in his family at the point of the black panther one or was there like still an elder too no i think him and his sister were the only two um but i wasn't saying it had to be nick fury i'm just saying they need to pull a nick fury move to where, like, he used to show up in all the end of the movies, you know, and, like, offer them the Avengers or whatever. It's like, all right, man, this is what we're doing now. And you're like, well, shit, okay, we're going to go save the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, something along those lines definitely is needed. I, I agree with you there. Uh, man, I'm I'm honestly really concerned for this next phase for Marvel. Um, like, I think... The entire first, like, 20, it's like 21 movie trilogy, right? From, like, Iron Man to Endgame? Uh, I think so. I think you're pretty close. It, it's around there. It's, it's over 20. I know that much. Uh, like, they've done a lot in that time frame. And I know they're trying to set up, like, that next mega, like, trilogy or move, movie cinemaology or whatever it's called. But I will, I will say, like, 
it's been off to a somewhat dicey start, like, with uh, the Spider-Man movie they did, uh, with, uh, I guess, spoiler warning, uh, should, am I, should, I, should we talk about spoilers here? Uh, I would say as long as you mention that you're about to say spoilers, yeah. Well, then, yeah, spoiler warning. Um, uh, so at the end of the movie uh, of the newer Spider-Man, I think it's called Far From Home, um, he, uh, they basically discover that the multiverse that they were trying to set up, which I believe in the comics is the thing that directly happens after Thanos, um, they basically said it was fake. So I don't know what they're going to do from that because they kind of ruined the entire, um, the entirety of like the next phase for the comics. So I don't know what they're going to do to try and bring that back. Maybe they're going to be like, oh, sorry, the multiverse is actually real, but that, that takes away from... From what? Like, they should have just done it in the first place. It would have been much more of an impact. Well, here's my opinion on that. And I think we actually talked about this when we lived together. Um, I am completely against the multiverse. I don't agree with it at all. Just because I feel like it's a really, really cheap fucking way of Marvel to bring back all the old characters that died. And, like, I don't know. I just, I hate that. Like, if you're going to kill off characters, don't find some cheap-ass way to bring them back. Like, if you find a really creative way to bring them back, you know, like, if they just, like, literally didn't die and we just thought that they did, like, that's a little bit different. But, like, literally in the end of, you know, this last phase, phase of Marvel, these guys legitimately are gone. Like, they were wiped from existence, <laughs> Or or were just killed, you rip, know. Rip on all of them. Yeah, and like I don't know. I feel like them announcing the multiverse was just like, oh hey, by the way, all those characters you thought were dead, yeah, not really. We're actually just gonna like bring about this multiverse in the next phase, and then they're just gonna like come from different universes, and like they're just gonna you know join the old team again. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is, obviously, but that's the vibe that I got when I heard about it and it made me kind of upset. Cause I was like, man, like if you're going to embrace all these new characters, like they're giving them all their own TV shows, you know, on Disney plus, and they're going to make this like whole new phase and everything. Like if you're going to embrace all these new characters, don't try to fucking bring the old ones back, you know, especially in a cheap ass way like that. No, I, I, I agree with you to that point. Like, I, I think I was also on your side back when we had that conversation about it about a year ago. Um, what I, I can say is, like, with the comics and what I remember from when I read them about seven years ago, um, the different variations of the people that, like, are from the different universes, they all have very different, like, personality traits and stuff that's, like, it's all tweaked and very different. And I think that would be a pretty creative way for them to bring back Tony. It's like, maybe bring him back, but like this time Tony's fat, maybe not as smart, and it's just him from like a different universe. Because I think, uh, like, even like with Fat Thor, like, um, uh, like that was like an actual like character from a different, um, different universe, but the multiverse brought him into Earth 616, which is where the comics take place. Um, I think that could be a creative way if they show, like, different personality traits and different characteristics and, like, yeah, they're with the old team, but it's not really the that Tony and, like, it's pretty, it's pretty, like, it's pretty evident and, like, that, that's, like, an adjustment. I think that could be a creative way to do it 
Uh, I think that would be a good way to give true like justice to the comics and what they were for the last like 80, 90 years. But I also understand that Kevin uh, Kevin Feige is trying to to do something special with like what he has because it's like his own like piece of art. Either way, I'm on for the ride. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like I'm a diehard Marvel Marvel fan. I've been watching since I was like eight years old or something like that. Whenever Iron Man one first came out. Um, so like, I'm still going to go see all the movies. Like I'm probably going to watch the TV shows when they come out on Disney plus, but if the quality starts to go down, the more and more this next phase comes out, I'm may start to slowly back away from it a little bit just because I don't want to follow something that's going down a shitty path. You know, um, it's a lot like DC. Like, DC sucks at making movies. Like, good God, that franchise is, like, in the shithole right now. Other than a select few, I'll give them Wonder Woman, because that movie was fucking awesome. Aquaman was pretty fucking decent. Um, and then, what was another one? Shit. Uh, oh, I, okay, unpopular opinion. I actually liked Suicide Squad, but I understand why people didn't like it. But those were about the only three that I'll actually give them. I think Suicide Squad was a step in the right direction, but it wasn't quite hitting the mark for me. And I feel like that's how a lot of people felt. But then they came out and dropped uh, Aquaman like the year after, and then Wonder Woman the year after that. And I, I know a lot of people really liked Wonder Woman 1984, and uh, Aquaman 2 got delayed because Amber Reed, I think was her name, uh, the, the girl that was dating Johnny Depp with the whole um, uh, assault case, uh, she got fired because it was, I guess they, they have enough evidence to suggest that she was lying about Donnie Jeff beating her. And I know she got fired from that set, so I think they're trying to replace her role and re reshoot those stuff before they release it. But I, I think um, DC is moving in the right direction in terms of like live action stuff, but I really want them to stick to their animations because they do animated shows so much better than Marvel does, and I think that's really where their niche is. Yeah, and... Another thing I'll give DC, I actually like their TV shows. Like, I have watched uh, Arrow and The Flash, and I love both of those shows. I thought they were both really good. Um, now, I, I will admit they have gone on a little long. Like, they could probably stop. Um, but, like, the first few seasons of both of those shows I really loved. Um, and I was really sad that, like, in, um, what was it, uh, Justice League, the movie, uh, they replaced the flash in the movie with like some random guy instead of the guy who plays him in the tv show i actually liked the kid who plays him in the tv show and i thought that he was gonna be that actor but he wasn't and i was like kind of disappointed about that um but yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's about all i'll give dc they they really gotta step up their game they definitely need consistency too like they they have like nothing built on a universe and marvel spent the last decade building like a masterpiece so they, they really have a lot of catching up to do and they're probably hurting a bit but they'll they'll i have faith they'll figure it out because there's a lot of good dc stories that i think they can tell um man i i will say like i i think the marvel tv shows that the disney's trying to do might tank i don't think they're going to do well at all and uh 
the reason I say that is because they're really rushing into this. They're trying to build movie quality TV shows in like a year's time, and they're not going to be able to get everything out like the way they want it. Um, I think it's going to really affect the quality. Whereas, like, I feel like Marvel with their Netflix stuff, that was like they did a, such a good job with their shows with the Marvel shows, dude. The Punisher, oh, holy my God. shit. Dude, what a good-ass fucking show. Oh, my God. I've rewatched that show, like, probably three or four times just because it was so goddamn good. Like, I love that show. Every time I watch The Punisher, I find something new about that show that, like, I like, and I just fall in love with it all over again. Yeah, and, like, there's so many lessons to be learned in that show, too. Don't fuck with Frank Castle. Russell number one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I don't know. That show was just, like, it was written really well. It was casted really well. And, like, don't get me wrong, it's a really dark show, so, like, it's not meant to be happy or anything. But I think for, you know, the atmosphere that they were trying to go for, they fucking nailed it. Like, I just remember watching that and, like, I remember watching the first episode and just going, holy shit, I'm, like, I need to continue watching this. Like, I I binge-watched that first season in, like, a few days. Yeah, same here. Uh, I, I I feel like that show, like especially the first season, what they were really just trying to encapsulate was like the sense of just like, like just feeling what Frank is feeling in terms of like losing his whole family. Finally, thinking he's getting the the assholes that like killed his family, only to like find out again. Spoilers that like it was actually his best friend and like some conspirators from his past that just like. We're the ones that we were behind it and used this cartel that he just, just wiped out as a pseudo thing. And, like, just the emotion that they make you feel, it just sinks into his level of depression in such a beautiful way that I feel like helps a lot of people, especially, like, veterans deal with their PTSD. Yeah, and that's another thing is I feel like a lot of people who have been in the military can really relate to that show a lot, or at least know people who have been in the military. Um, just, like, dude, that that, like the massive amount of betrayal in that show like you just feel that shit like it hits you like a fucking train like even though you're just watching it it's like holy shit dude that's fucking rough like i can't even imagine like you know like obviously when you're watching it you feel bad for him but at the same time you're just like i don't really know what it truly feels like you know yeah well i will say um Billy Russo, probably one of my favorite villains, Marvel-wise, of all time. I think he has much better character work than even Thanos on a lot of levels. Um, just, like, from him dealing with, like, that dilemma of, like, I'm actually fucking, like, with my friend's life to, like, well, he was my friend, but now I gotta kill him because my boss says so, to uh, hating Frank in the, in the second season because of, like, what happened at the finale and, like, having to deal with the fact that he's now this character known as Jigsaw and just seeing him evolve in that way. It was so... Such a poetic, like, character development in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, and this will be the last thing I, I say about this show, but, um... And once again, spoilers, by the way, but, um... Dude, the end of season one of that show... Oh, my God. Dude, that might be one of the most, like like what do you call it like satisfying erotic (laughs) (laughs) like endings to a show i've ever watched like when he fucking obliterated his face into that glass 
Like, I was so fucking happy. Like, I've I've never been so happy to see some guy get fucked up like that. Dude, he... Russo honestly deserved it at that point. Like, he... Oh, yeah. Like, I, like, I don't think anybody... You know, obviously, I don't think anybody deserves to die. But that guy fucking deserved to die. Like, he doesn't need to sit in jail. He just needed to be ended, like, immediately. That's... And, like... Unfortunately, he didn't, but he got ungodly fucked up. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I feel like that was, like... I feel like, at that point, Frank felt death was too easy. He just wanted him to know what it was like to be disfigured, because, you know, him being a pretty boy and all, just to, like, losing all that. It was pretty pretty wild. Yeah, because, like, he broke Frank's spirit, so he's like, well, fuck it, I'll just break your body. Like... <laughs> oh, he he broke his body, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, like God, it's it's one of the most like brutal TV scenes I've ever seen. Like maybe not movie, but like as far as a TV show goes, that's like the most brutal scene I've ever seen. Like God, he gets messed up, and his scream. Oh my God, dude, it was so like even though I was like happy that it was happening and that like he deserved it and everything. His scream was still like really painful to listen to. Oh, it was blood curdling for sure. Yeah, but me being like a fanatic for for like action like that, I I was totally in love with it the whole time. <laughs> and yeah, I was too. I was like, fuck yeah, fuck him up, fuck him <laughs> like up. This. Oh god, that's so bad to say too, because it was really messed up. Yeah, like I would never wish violence on anyone, but if you deserve it, you deserve it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop in the way of that. Um, Nick, I have a question for you, because I know you're an Xbox guy. Um, what are your thoughts on the Series X? I, okay, I think it's going to be awesome. Like, the specs that they have released for it so far, if they end up being true, it'll be the most powerful console that's ever been released, and it'll even top the PS5. But if it <laughs> isn't... If, like, if the, you know, if they, like, falsified one of the specs or whatever, or if, like, you know, if, um, I don't know, like, I don't know, I, I think it's gonna be awesome, um, but the console is just one thing, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the games that are gonna come out for it, and what they're gonna try and implement for it to make it a better console, like, I saw yesterday... Uh, something that really got me excited, actually. Uh, so you know what Game Pass Ultimate is, right? Uh, that's the one they do for the PC or for the Xbox? Both. Well, uh, from my understanding, Game Pass is basically, it's like a, you get gold, um, like the subscription service that they had for the 360, except there's also like a bunch of games that you just have access to because you, you're a part of the uh, Game Pass membership, right? Yeah, so basically, like, you have to pay for Xbox Live Gold to able to be able to play multiplayer, well, that's $10 a month. So Game Pass Ultimate is 15 a month, so you pay $5 more, and you get this access to, like, this huge library of, like, hundreds of Xbox games for free. And Well, I mean, you know, not free, but, like, with the $15. I mean, that's an extra you, game a year, right? Like, basically, the equivalent of it. Yeah, because, like, you know, normally you have to pay $60 for a new game, Whereas now you're just paying 15 a month, and you can literally play as many as you want all the time. So it's incredibly worth it if you're on your Xbox a lot. But anyways, long story short, 
they uh, Xbox released a trailer yesterday. Um, I was actually going to text you about it, and I completely forgot. Or no, I might have, actually. You sent me um, a link to it. I just didn't check it out because I was at work. Yeah, so they're going to... So EA, the people that make like the Star Wars games, the all the sports games like Madden, NBA, um, the Titanfall games, like basically everything that EA makes, they have a subscription service that you can pay for um, where you get access to their games. Well, basically, when the new Xbox comes out... If you have Game Pass Ultimate, you're going to get the EA subscription for free included with Game Pass now, which is super fucking cool because now you're going to get all of Game Pass plus all of EA now. So it's like Xbox literally isn't fucking around anymore. They're like, I think they're tired of PlayStation beating them every year and they're like trying to go all out with this new console and they're trying to make, you know, Game Pass as cool as it can be. They've released a bunch of exclusives over the past, like, two months. Like, I've seen a ton of trailers for all these new games. Um, I don't know. I just... Xbox isn't fucking around anymore, and I'm super excited because as an Xbox fan, I'm really excited to see what they do. Honestly, uh, I am very, very keen to keep my eye on what Microsoft does these next set of years because I'm currently torn from building another PC because the one I have is, like, six years old. Um, or buying the Xbox Series X. Uh, I, I did see they released a trailer for the S recently, and it's like a specced down version from what I'm understanding. But, like, I, I really see, like, them trying to, like, get, like, people that maybe can't afford that premium of, like, five or $600 for these newer consoles. So they get, like, the like the new console point, like, point five, and you're, like, looking at, like, you're able to play all these new games and stuff. It's it is gonna be specced down to 1440p, uh, up to 120 frames per second still, which is something that I think is really good to note. You are sacrificing a good amount of storage too, which that is something I'm actually pretty worried about uh, because you know even with like the PlayStation um, 4 Pro, uh, you get a terabyte of space and. The new Call of Duty literally takes up like 180 gigabytes as it is. So there's already like a tenth of your space. So I'm, I'm really worried that there's not going to be a lot of storage on the Series S. But I think the Series X is really going to blow it out of the water. Um, I, I think that they might beat PS5 this year because as far as I know, Xbox has no... Um, concerned for like the amount of consoles we're trying to release and i know ps5 said they're trying to do only like up to 5 million consoles in the u.s for this first year um so that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out but um i do think regardless to exclusives that you're going to get like are going to be economically better on ps astronomically better on playstation 5 but the game pass is such a good deal that it's honestly worth it to have an xbox yeah, and see, that's another thing I was going to say is, like, even though Xbox may not have exclusives right now, I feel like over the next, like, year or two, that's what's going to make the new Xbox a good investment, is I feel like these new exclusives are going to start coming out very slowly, and all of a sudden they're going to start catching up to PlayStation, and then everyone's going to be like, wait, hold on a second, like... Now, Xbox has all these cool exclusives. Like, now I kind of want to go play those. You know, like, for the longest time, the only thing that um, Xbox really had was, like, obviously Halo and, like, maybe, like, Forza (laughs) or something. Um, 
which don't get me wrong, Halo has pulled its own for a really long time, and it's, it'll continue to, but PlayStation does have that advantage over having, like, all of those exclusives, like The Last of Us and stuff like that, um, but I, I feel like, like I said, I don't, I don't think Xbox is fucking around anymore, and I think over the next year or two, they're gonna start, like, throwing exclusives out like fucking crazy, and they're just gonna be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> We're here. <laughs> <laughs> like we're ready uh like honestly I, I think you might be right with that uh i i want to see what some of these companies that microsoft has been buying up for like game developers uh i want to see what they're going to start making because like uh ben studios recently made days gone and that was like it used to be a, a mutually um used um company that would make games but once sony bought them out like they ended up making days gone and oh my god that game was so good uh so if microsoft because i noticed they started doing it too to compete with playstation um i want to see what they do with these smaller studios as well um should be interesting yeah and another thing i was going to touch on is you mentioned storage um i don't know if you heard about this or not but Xbox actually, uh, when they first announced uh, the Series X, like six months ago or however long ago that was, um, they they didn't directly mention it, mention it in the trailer. But a lot of YouTubers, like you know, did hands-on reviews of it and everything. Uh, there was actually a guy that talked about something that Microsoft had patented for the new Xboxes. Um, that's going to be expandable storage. So it's literally, you know how it has like USB ports on it? Yes. Oh, the S, S- right? Well, I think both of them might actually. Huh. Um, but basically, or no, sorry. It's not going to be a USB port. There's going to be a port on the Series X, and I don't know about the Series S. It'll probably have it too. But uh, the Series X, I know for a fact, is going to have its own dedicated port on the back um, that's going to be reserved for this patented... Uh, portable SSD that you're going to be able to plug directly into it and have expandable storage, which is fucking sweet because it's a, it's like it's enhanced for the Xbox, so like it's literally meant for it, and so it's going to have like you know instant load times and like you know it's going to be able to transfer files like almost instantly. That is really cool. To my knowledge, PlayStation. I know my PlayStation Four has the feature where I can buy like any expendable storage and configure it for PS Four use, and it's great. But it is slow, and it takes a while to transfer stuff. Um, I'm assuming the PlayStation Five is probably going to do something similar, where you can just plug in an external through USB. Maybe they'll have a port to directly plug in a hard drive on the back of the console. But I feel like that's overshooting for the router that we're looking at getting with the PlayStation Five. <laughs> Dude, you got the router for PlayStation. You got the mini fridge and the mini fridge light, like for the for the Xbox side. It's it's really weird how these next gen consoles look. Actually, a friend of mine told me the other day that the um the Xbox Series S, so like the new one that just got announced. Um, <laughs> they told me it looks like a Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it kind of does. Honestly, maybe they should include a Bluetooth speaker. Maybe get Bose to trick them out. Oh, I feel like that just upped the price to like 500 again, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. 
Dude, a fucking Bose speaker is like two hundred dollars. What the fuck? Dude, like, it's because they have such a sorry. Uh, they have such a like dependable and reliable product. Yeah, but damn, like, what the hell? Like, this seems really high. It does, especially because technology probably isn't like warranted for it to be that expensive. But because it's such a tried and true like brand, it's it's likely. Um, that they're they're just gonna stay like above the the pace and just constantly have such a higher price. Um, I will say there are other companies that are getting there too. Like JBL have raised their prices significantly because of how good their speakers have proven to be in the last few years. I know you and I are both JBL owners. Yeah, like the speaker I have is like it's not even the like top speaker that they have. It's like I think the second one up. I think. And it's just like a little, you know, I mean, you've seen it before, but it's it's just this little Bluetooth speaker um, that I use for, like, when I'm, like, in the shower or, like, if I'm with my friends or whatever. But, um, dude, that motherfucker was $120. I will say, for $120, that, uh, that week you let me borrow it when I went to Tennessee, it was the best sound bar I had ever had. <laughs> dude, it's a don't get me wrong it's a badass speaker but like jesus dude like if, if you just look at like how small it is and you just look at it nobody's gonna go oh you paid 120 dollars for this like they're gonna go oh what'd you pay like 50 bucks i'm gonna be like no i paid 120 and they're gonna be like what i mean you pay for what you get for and jbl and bose are both pretty good in terms of quality yeah, I will say, though, even though it's a small speaker, dude, that thing gets incredibly loud. Like, I've never put it at full volume before, because I'm pretty sure <laughs> it would be, like, unrealistically loud. I feel like if you were to have it at full volume, um, given that we were still living at the apartment we were at uh, last year, I feel like I would have been able to hear you, like, about a quarter mile away at the pool with that thing at full blast from the balcony. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And, like, okay, so, like, like I said, when I'm in the shower and I'm using it, dude, I have that thing in, like, a quarter of its volume. Like, maybe. And I remember when I lived with you and our other roommate, uh, Hiram told me one time that uh, when I was showering, I, like, I had my bathroom door closed and my bedroom door closed. And his bedroom was on the other side of the apartment. He said he could hear my music from his room. And that thing was at, like, maybe a quarter of its volume. Like, that's unreal. It was going through, like, probably four different walls. To be fair, those walls were paper thin. <laughs> but still, though, like... Yeah, I, I remember hearing your speaker often, too. I'm sure you heard me as well with my TV when I got it with how loud it would get. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that bad, though, to be honest. Oh, it's because I always kept it at, like, 8 or 10 to try and, like, not annoy you guys. But at the same <laughs> time, I feel like most of the time you, Hiram, and Daisy were, like, so drunk that you just didn't care. So I was like, ah, fuck, I'm going to turn it up to 12. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, no. It's welcome to college living, am I right? Yeah, for real. Even though you weren't in college, but that's besides the point. I, I found a way to cheat college by just not going. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm doing okay for myself, so I'm not going to complain. College isn't, like, totally off the table for me, 
But it isn't something that I'm like in a rush to go do because I am doing so fine on my own right now. Yeah, I I feel that. <laughs> um. So, I know that you mentioned another thing that we talked about in the first episode. Uh, we talked. <laughs> I mentioned about a guy approaching me on campus about the Last Judgment. Um, and you said you wanted to talk about that. So I actually had a dude yell at me, um, about the last judgment. So, uh, for those that don't know, uh, I'm a, uh, leader, uh, a field marketer for a, a solar company in Texas. Um, and, uh, I, I knock doors for a living. So I basically just talk to people every day. Um, I opened this door and this guy was just, he was on something that day. I don't know what. But he was just like, hey, man, all this solar all this solar shit you're doing, it's all bullshit. What I'm here to tell you is why what you're doing is brainwashing America and preparing us for the final judgment call when Jesus comes back and slays all the uh, in- infidel and inf- in- insolent children that just will not listen to the word of God. And I, I had this crazy conversation with this man and he was just harping me the whole time about how like the world is full of sinners and all this crazy shit about how the, the end times are happening right now before our very eyes and this uh, this virus is like the first step because apparently the first phase in in uh the end judgment day is famine and and disease uh and we we are noticing somewhat of a food shortage in terms of meat right now in this country too which i thought was interesting because he used that as an example for famine um and i guess the next thing was insects which i mean this year we heard about the murder (laughs) hornets so you know things are kind of going in that direction a little bit uh so i don't know maybe the end times are coming but i just thought i'd share that because you know there's some evidence to stacking up and supporting that Maybe these people aren't so crazy after all, though they sound like they're batshit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it together. I swear to God, just now, (laughs) I thought you said incest, and I was like, what? No, no. Oh, gross. Oh, fuck, dude, I, like, as you were, like, explaining the rest of it, I started laughing. <laughs> like, oh, shit, and then I realized you said insects, like, bugs, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm an idiot. Like, I literally <laughs> thought you were talking about incest, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not in the Bible. <laughs> um, it's, it's in the Bible to not do it. Um, is it really? I think there is an R uh, somewhere in there about incest being bad. Um... Which is weird because literally, like, the Bible technically says that incest is everywhere, considering that we all started from two people. Um, uh, now we're, yeah. we're a population of eight billion um, brothers and sisters, which is uh, gross to think about. I don't like to think about that. But, uh, yeah, no, I do have a speech impediment, so maybe it sounded like I said incest, but I promise you I was talking about a gross bug that is apparently plaguing North uh, Pacific America. Oh man, you can tell how much we go to church when we're just like, well, we we think it's in there. Like, <laughs> uh, I went to church ten years ago, and I have not been back since. I uh, I haven't talked to the big uh, JC here in probably about what? Is, how long has it been? About twenty years now. <laughs> That's your whole um, life, man. Whole- <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I I haven't talked to that motherfucker once. I will admit, I did pray recently. Um, I did pray recently. I. Uh, 
I got into a uh, like this. It was it was raining really really hard like four days ago. I don't know if you remember like the last week just being horrible with storms. Um, I was on my way to work and there was a lot of water going down onto the highway and like it was enough that it caused me to tailspin onto the highway like completely facing oncoming traffic on like the biggest highway in the state. Um, I was shitting bricks because I had to like maneuver and rotate around. I felt like Hunter on his Mustang but I was in my little fucking hatchback just shitting my pants and after that I had to like pull over Miraculously, I didn't get hit. My car didn't get hit. I was just fine. Safely, not mentally, but everything else was okay. And uh, I just had to sit there and like, make, dude, whatever you did, thank you for keeping me going because that was weird. Um, oh, yeah, don't don't uh, lose control of your vehicle, kids. It's uh, it's not fun. Yeah, um, that sounds pretty scary, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. But, it uh, wasn't ideal. <laughs> also, this is really random. But this is twice now that Hunter has been mentioned on this podcast and hasn't even been on here. I, maybe it's like destiny that he's guest number three. <laughs> Dude, I I don't know. Like literally, I I mentioned him in the first episode. And I actually texted him like yesterday about it, or maybe today, and he was just like, "What? You mentioned me? What the fuck did you say?" And I was just like, "Well, it shows how much you fucking listened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if if you listened, you would have known. But like." I mean, I don't care. He doesn't have to listen. Like, nobody has to listen to this. I just do this for fun. But, um, but yeah, I, I mentioned him in the first one. I, I do want to have him on here, and he wants to be on here, like, really bad. Um, but he's uh, he's got to buy a microphone first, so I'm just waiting on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that'll happen with time. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, because I honestly, I think Connor would be a great guest on your show. I was really a fan of your first episode. I think you and Evan really like did a really good job, like introducing yourselves to to podcasting. I will say, starting off with Suicide Pods was pretty weird, um, but I thought it was like just the right amount of weird. Yeah, I was like, I knew for like episode one, I needed to start it off. Oh God, I can't talk. I needed to start it off pretty hot because like I like you got to get that attention. You know what I mean? So I knew if I just started off with something like boring, you know, like, oh, I had a pretty crazy uh, week at work, <laughs> you know, like I needed to go into it pretty hot. And like, I'm not even kidding the amount of texts and like DMs on social media and like the amount of like weird messages I got from people just going like, so suicide pods, right? And like, I can't even tell you how many people message me about that. Like, it obviously worked because that's what everybody remembers. I mean, it's hard not to remember a bunch of people willingly getting into a tube to, like, choke themselves out to death with nitrogen. Like, it's pretty scary stuff. Like, what I am, like, uh, I think uh, Daisy brought this up the last time I was with you guys, uh, where she was talking about, like, what if they, like, get the last moment... They're like, never mind, I don't want to do it, but like, they, there's no way to like get out, and they just die anyways. That no, was, so that was that was actually Evan on the first episode. He mentioned that. He did mention that. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I, I am I am drinking, so I'm not. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, I'm not all all sober. Um, I mean, hey man, I, I really feel like alcohol is like the the catalyst to great conversation. Oh hell yeah. 
I can't recall how many times like we've stayed up till eight in the morning or not eight, but like six in the morning, just talking after drinking. Yeah. And then we looked at our phones and we're like, holy shit. It's like 6 a.m. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta get up for work in three hours. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of like hot topics, <laughs> yeah. um, so this got brought up in the group chat that we have with our friends uh, the other day, um, but I wanted to talk about it um, on here just so that the world knows. Like, I want everybody in the world to know this knowledge, uh, no matter how fucked up it is. So Hitler created sex dolls. Well, that what? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I, I, I didn't pay, I'll be honest, I, I want to pay more attention to that chat, but, man, I work so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, tell me about it. So, um, let me see if I can find an article on it real quick. Um, but yeah, so I think it was Daisy that sent it. Um, but yeah, she, 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 um, she said like type in Google who invented, uh, blow up dolls and literally the name that comes up is Adolf Hitler. I'm not even kidding. Like I did it just now. I put who invented blow up dolls. It says Adolf Hitler. Um, it says, um, according to the narrative, so it was called the Borghild Project. Um, according to the narrative, Adolf Hitler approved the project to distribute inflatable sex dolls to his soldiers, which could be transported in their backpacks in order to give them an option to avoid places of prostitution in Paris. So basically because he didn't want him them touching a dirty French woman, uh, that's, that's what Hitler's reason was? Yeah, and not not that French women are dirty. I I think the French women are great. Uh, I I just think <laughs> Hitler was very particular about who he thought was cool and who wasn't. <laughs> way to way to cover your own ass, there, Jake. <laughs> um, it's just me being uh, not sober and realizing that uh, what I said might have been offensive. I, I had to clarify that was not my stance. Yeah, it's okay. I'm glad you did because that would have uh, been, been pretty bad for you. Oh. Yeah, but, you know, my life is full of being awkward, so, you know, um, if anyone knows me, you know that's just how I am. Yeah, nah, it's alright. I'm I'm awkward as fuck sometimes, too. Um, that's why I drink, and so I'm not as awkward. Um, yeah, I mean, my favorite catchphrase from you, Nick, is, do you want a turkey burger? <laughs> that Why? <laughs> why is that your favorite catchphrase for me? Because uh, you've said it to me over 180 times, and uh, I've probably accepted about 170 of those 180. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't don't hate on my art of making amazing turkey burgers. Okay? I am not hating. I am appreciating right now. You are the turkey burger master. I have eight, actually five, turkey burgers sitting in my fridge ready to be cooked because of what you made me like. See, you're welcome. Now I've made you healthy. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to be healthy. There's there's a difference of actually being trying. Dude, uh, turkey is actually like incredibly fucking good for you. 
Yeah, but it also makes you super sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got some... I read about that. It's got, like, some sort of, like, chemical in it that makes you, like, really fucking tired for some reason. I don't know why. Um, it sucks, but, like, turkey's really good for you. Like, I, I think... Um, it's like that... And I think chicken are, like, the two best meats for you or something like that. It's because it's, like, lean meat. Uh, uh, so I just quickly Googled it uh, that the reason turkey makes you sleepy is because it has an amino acid uh, called tryptophan. And it basically makes it helps preparing your body to start making melatonin, which just makes you sleepy naturally. Huh. Okay, well, I'm going to have to remember that for the future. Now Nick is only going to eat his turkey burgers past 8 p.m. 8 p.m. When do you think I go to bed, bitch? Um, much later than 8 p.m. But I also <laughs> yeah. know that you'll try starting to get ready to be tired around like nine ish, and it usually doesn't work. Dude, I don't even get off work most nights until like 10 or 11. True. Um, hey, speaking of work, uh, do you want to tell me that that priest story that you said you would be willing to tell me, but we never got around to it because uh, I had to go home for a work meeting. Wait, the what story? The the one about the priest at your, at your job. Yeah, okay, so this is, okay. This kind of freaked me out a little bit, not going to lie. So, um, uh, so just for clarification for people listening, uh, I work at a restaurant in a very major city. I'm not going to say where, I'm not going to say what restaurant. But I work at a restaurant, and it's it's locally owned, so it's not like a corporation or anything. So I know the owner... Like, he interviewed me, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He comes in all the time. Um, but he's very religious, which is fine. And I'm not 100% sure, but I think he's Catholic. I'm Don't, don't quote me on that, but I think he's Catholic. But anyways, uh, I work at a pizza restaurant, so we have these big pizza ovens. They're, like, very, very massive. They weigh, like, 3,000 pounds. They're like solid concrete, and they were assembled in Italy. And um, since he's, you know, Catholic or whatever religion he's into, uh, he wanted to have a priest from his church uh, come in and actually bless the ovens. And so he, like, told about his, told us about it in advance. He's like, Hey, like on this day, a bunch of people from my church and the priests are all going to come in, eat pizza and do the like blessing ceremony. And we're as employees, we're like, all right, whatever. And so they like they all come in, they take up like the the entire dough room that we have. And all of a sudden the ceremony comes around. So the owner has us like stop what we're doing. He's like, all right, all the employees like you know, step, like, away from the ovens, like, go stand, you know, over there or whatever. So, like, we all gather in this, like, one spot, and this priest just, like, alone goes up to these ovens and starts, like, I don't know, he started, like, rambling on about something. I wasn't really paying attention because I was, like, talking to my coworker, and he takes out this, like, little container full of water, which I'm assuming is holy water, and he starts doing that thing where he like, <clears throat> where he like flicks the water everywhere. You know what I mean? And he like flicks them on or flicks it on the ovens. 
you know, flicks it on, like, our counters. He basically starts doing, like, the whole restaurant. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's not just doing the ovens. He's doing the restaurant. And I was like, this shit's getting real. And then all of a sudden, he gets to the area where all of us employees are standing. He fucking flicks that water right at us. And just, like, soaks a bunch of us. And we were just like, okay, bitch. Like, thanks, I guess. Like, now I'm wet. And... <sighs> You're, you're not wet, Nick. You're holy wet. That's a difference. <laughs> yeah, I'm holy wet. Like, thanks for cleansing me, I guess. But th- that wasn't the part that freaked me out. The part that freaked me out was, like, okay, that container he pulled out was very, very small. And, like, he pulled it out of, like, this little, like, he either had, like, a bag or, like, out of his pocket or something. Like, he had, like, the priest gown on, if you know what I'm talking about. It's, like, black, you know? That whole, like, get up? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, he was about to give a sermon or something. And I swear to God, like, that water had to have been in there for, like, a long time. Because, like, they had been eating in the restaurant for a long time. And, like, they probably had to commute there. Like, you know, there wasn't anything done to that water, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I swear to God, when that water hit my arm, like, I had my arms crossed in front of me. So, like, the water, like, covered my arms Dude, within about five seconds, that water on my arm got incredibly cold, like ice cold. And I was, I started freaking out because I was like, why the fuck is this water so fucking cold? And like, I started looking at my coworker next to me. I was like, dude, this water is freezing. And he was just like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's no way it can be cold. He's got it in like a little fucking tube over there. I was just like, dude, I'm not even fucking kidding. It feels like there's ice on my arm. Wow. So, like, like it was, like, legitimately freezing the hell out of you? I guess. I, I guess I'm a fucking sinner because it was, like, it was really, really cold. Like, it it, well, it was almost like I was taking an ice bath. Like, that's <laughs> how cold it felt. <laughs> maybe maybe it's because of, like, all the, the doom that you play. Like, there's, like, we got to cleanse you of all the Satan. <laughs> yeah. All of the Satan has to be cleansed. Yeah, and, like, I started, like, wiping it off my arm because, like, fuck, that's, like, it was uncomfortable. It's like, I don't fucking want this on me. Like, it's freezing. And, I don't know, like, that's basically the whole story. Like, they ended up leaving later, but, like, I don't know, just something about that experience just kind of, like, freaked me out a little bit. Just because I wasn't expecting that water to be just ice cold like that. And, like, I don't even know why it was. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe like it's time to break that twenty-year streak and ask for some answers. <laughs> yeah, uh, start talking to the big old GC. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm not religious in any way, shape, or form. I used to be about a decade ago, but then ever since, I asked some some questions and turned agnostic. But there are times I still try and reach out just to see if there's something there. Uh, and I will say, sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but Nick. If, if, if you got holy water sprayed on you and it was ice cold, either you're, like, so pure in, in your heart and mind that, like, the, the water felt cold because there was no hell to burn out of you, or hell was actually frozen and not hot. One of the two. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I ain't pure. <laughs> Oof. Like, you, you know that, I know that, oh. everyone listening to this is almost definitely gonna know that because it's all of our friends um so like (laughs) 
we know I'm not pure, and it's fine. I'm okay with it, because I don't really want to be that way, because it's kind of boring. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it was just such a weird, like, weird experience for me. Honestly, like, religion in my entirety has been a weird experience for me. Uh, I can only imagine that specific instance freaking you out. Um, like, man, that's, that's weird. I'll be honest with you, that's got me a little stumped. I don't know how to react to that besides comparing it to Doom because I, I have no explanation for that happening at all. Um, I have a holy candle that my, my ex got me. Uh, she didn't get me. She turned my candle into a holy candle because she blessed it on Ash Wednesday. Um, and, and now I can never light it unless it's on a holy day. And I'm like, well... Uh, this is gonna sit here, but I found like it moved when I was uh, still living with you. It moved from the spot that she had left it onto my dresser, and I don't know if she had moved it uh, again at some point. I just didn't know, but I'm pretty confident she left it like on my nightstand, and it was just on my dresser like the night, the morning after, and she was gone that night. So it was pretty weird. Huh, I don't know. <clears throat> maybe um, maybe one of your friends moved it. That, or maybe I was just so sober I don't remember moving it. <laughs> or so not sober. That I, I was like, moving. sober? What? <laughs> See, I feel like me being sober is basically the equivalent to me being drunk, because I'm hardly sober when I'm not working. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really enjoy being sober. It's kind of boring. There's, um, there's just so much life to the party that you just don't get to live when you're just on normal all day <laughs> yeah seriously like sometimes i'm at work and like dude the food service sucks and like and like i work front of house so like i i like talk to customers and everything and like dude sometimes i'll just get a bad customer and like sometimes my manager will have to deal with them too and like when they leave me and my manager will just dead ass look at each other and just be like dude can we take, like, a fucking shot or something? Because, Jesus, this sucks. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with this anymore. Just, like, chill my nerves out a little bit. Like, just one shot is, like, all I need, like, just to calm the fuck down for a second. I will say, man, food service in particular will do that to you. Like, food service, like, I got to give it to you, Nick. Um, I, I know what food service is like because I've done it for so long uh, prior to doing solar. And I, I know, like, it's, like, the hardest job to, like, do in America right now. Just because you have all these angry people who are too lazy to cook at home, are really upset about COVID, not wanting to wear masks. Not even that, but, like, just in general, like, with food service, people just tend to treat the workers so shittily. And y'all deserve shots after that shit. Like, it's it's rough. Yeah, no kidding. Like, the, the bar around the corner that we always take pizza to... Um, I think I've told you about them before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, the past few times I've gone in there, they've been offering me shots like for free. Like when we bring in pizza, they're like, "Yeah, hey, you want a shot?" I'm just like, "God, I fucking wish." Like, if I wasn't on the clock, dude, I'd be like, "Hell yeah, pour me a fucking shot, let's go." But like, I knew if I just like took a shot and went back to work, like they'd probably notice. You know, I'd probably wouldn't be like a hundred percent. You know, um, and like most of the time when they offer it to me, we're like semi-busy or whatever and i kind of need to be like focused um but oh god dude i want to take them up on their offers so bad <laughs> no um, i feel you man uh also can i tell you a quick covid story like restaurant re- related yeah yeah um so this happened a few days ago actually at work 
dumbest shit I've, like, probably one of the dumbest things I've had to deal with at my job. Like, it's up there. I'd say it's in my top five, easily. Because I've done with, I've dealt with some pretty stupid shit working there, just because we have a lot of homeless people that come in. But this one was literally completely sober guy, like, in his right mind. Just, he thought he was right, but he wasn't. Anyways, so this guy comes in with his girlfriend slash wife, I'm assuming. I don't really know. But uh, they came in to eat. Uh, we were in the middle of a rush, so, like, we were fucking slammed, and, um, she had a mask on, he did not. Big no-no, because we have a sign on the front door that says, no mask, no entry, in big bold letters in red. So, like, he fucking read that and walked past it. So, I see him come in. But, unfortunately, I was helping somebody, so I couldn't walk away. So he manages to make it all the way into the restaurant. And, finally, he makes it up to the counter with me. <laughs> and I looked at him, I said, hey, how y'all doing tonight? They're like, oh, we're doing pretty good. And then I looked at him, and I said, hey, ma'am, uh, do you happen to have a mask? Like, I was real nice about it, because, like, sometimes people forget that they have them, like, in their pocket or something. You know, it's understandable. I've done it before. So I was like, hey, man, like, do you happen to have a mask? This motherfucker dead ass looks me in the face and goes, no, I don't, and continues to look at the menu. And I go, okay, well, unfortunately, sir, we have a rule here in the restaurant that um, you have to have a mask on while you're in the building. And he goes, okay, well, I can't wear a mask. <laughs> you can't or you won't? Like, no, he said, I can't wear a mask. And I swear I sat there for about three seconds, just like trying to process it in my head. Just like, did he just say what I think he just fucking said? What does that even mean, man? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck does that? I was like, you have ears, right? And a face. So like you can hook the mask onto your ears and like it can be on your face. And so I just kind of looked at him and I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I was just like mind blown. Like no one had ever said that to me. And I was like, I'm sorry. He goes, yeah, I uh, I can't wear a mask because I have asthma. Are you fucking kidding me? I know 20 people with asthma that smoke so much weed that you think they would suffocate, but they don't. <laughs> well, here's my... Oh my god, I could sit here and rant about this for like fucking ever. But I'm gonna try upsetting. to keep it short. <laughs> Dude, I just looked at this guy, I was, I'd like in my head I was like, okay, so there's a global pandemic going on with a virus that literally attacks the upper respiratory system, and you have a breathing disorder, and you're just walking around in public, like, you've got to be another level of dumb. And, like, it, and like, it would be one thing if he was wearing a mask, but, like, the fact that you're not wearing a mask makes it, like, ten times worse. I know. And I was like, and you're walking into public places like restaurants. You know, like, what do you expect to happen? And, like... I, so I ended up, like, going back at him. I was just like, okay, well, like, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but, like, it is a rule here in the restaurant, like, you've got to have one. And, like, I was just real stern with him. I was just like, dude, like, you've you've got to have it. Like, I'm sorry that you have asthma. Like, that really sucks. But, like, it's a rule here. You know, like, it's on the door. Like, you read it. 
you gotta have one. And he's just like, well, actually, I don't. And I just looked at him, I was just like, bitch, the fuck did you just say? It's- Dude, he, he started, like, legitimately getting aggressive with me and started fighting with me. And he started cussing at me. He started to be like, well, actually, state law says that, like, uh, any anybody with a breathing disorder such as asthma, like, doesn't have to wear a mask legally, da-da-da-da. And I was like, I understand that, sir. I'm sure it is a state law, and I'm happy for you. But the fact of the matter is we're an independent restaurant, and we have a rule on this premises that says you have to have a mask. So unfortunately, if you don't have one, you're going to have to leave. I was like, it's just our rule as a private business. You have to have it. I was like, state law doesn't, like, pertain in here. You know, like, it's just the way we do things. We're privately owned. The owner set that rule. And there's literally a sign on the door. <laughs> you know, like, you're putting everyone else in here at danger. Exactly. Like, I feel like it's just it's common sense to protect yourself, especially yeah, was- if you have asthma, because, like, Going out and about like that, that's adding so much risk, even with the mask for someone with asthma. And then just be like, oh, well, I can't wear a mask and I'm going to get within six feet of you and not wear it because I have asthma when it directly attacks the thing that you're you, you're claiming you have. Like, it's also dumb that he went after that state law rule, too, because uh, I think Abbott passed a, a law for the entire state that said that we all have to have a mask on us at all times when we're out in public. And even indoors, uh, it is mandated specifically indoors that we must wear our masks at all times. Even even with me and, I, and outdoors, I wear my mask constantly. I use sanitizer constantly. Like, it's just there's no excuse, even with having asthma, to not wear a mask because it really, you adjust after a few days, even... Even with asthma, because I I know a lot of people that do have it that do wear their masks normally. It's just some people just like take like these minor like things that they have in life that affect them and like just use them to just try and cheat. It, it is it's pretty upsetting. Yeah, it was really shitty, and it was really shitty that he was like trying to like attack me about it. That I was like invoking on his rights or something. I was just like, dude. First of all, I'm a cashier. This is not my rule. <laughs> like, I just work here. I just have to enforce it. Right. So, like, stop cussing at me. Like, he started calling me, like, a motherfucker and, like, a son of a bitch. And, like, he was literally cussing at me. And, like, finally I just got to a point where I just kind of, like, stopped responding to him. And then at one point he was just like, I'm going to sue you motherfuckers and get this restaurant shut down. I was just like... Good luck with that, sir. And, like, he just kind of looked at me, and he was just like, what the fuck did you just say? I was just like, dude, like, good luck trying to sue us and getting us shut down because, like, you're going to lose that battle pretty fucking fast. I was like, like I told you a second ago, we're an independent restaurant, and we have the right to set rules like that. You know, no matter what state law says, like, we can make up rules that we want on our premises as an established business. And then all of a sudden my manager overheard him cussing at me and he stepped over and he was just like, sir, can I help you? And he was just like, yeah, you can like, da, da, da. and he started like going off on him. And then my manager was just like, well, sir, like, unfortunately, like it's a rule. Like you got to have a mask while you're in here. Da, da, da. And he's just like, well, it's state law. Da, da, da. And he's just like, yes, but we have a rule set that you have to have. Like he was literally just restating what I had told him. 
And then he started cussing at my manager. He was just like, you motherfuckers, da, da, da. And then my manager just goes, sir, you need to leave right now. Like, get out of my restaurant. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Like, we're not fucking around with him anymore. All right. So, like, my manager was just like, sir, leave. Sir, please leave. And, like, the guy just kept yelling, kept yelling. My manager was just like, sir, please leave my restaurant right now. Please leave. Please. Like, he just kept telling him, wouldn't leave. Kept finding us. Finally, the guy looks at my manager. He goes, fine, you want me to leave? Call the police then. My manager, <laughs> I swear to God, my manager looks him in the face. He goes, okay. And he pulls out his phone and dials 911. He goes, I'm calling the police. And the guy goes, okay. And he goes and sits down at one of our tables. I was like, this motherfucker. Like, holy shit. Like, this guy was dedicated to proving his point. Like, it was unreal. Like, we even called the police on him, and he still sat there. And literally, the police showed up about five minutes later, and they came in, and they... Dude, he fought the police. Fought the police. Like, he sat there and argued with them for ten minutes. Like What the fuck? Why create such a scene for something not going your way when, like, you just weren't prepared for the day? Like, yeah, like, dude, just go somewhere else. Like, jeez, just, like, give it up. Is it really and then, worth it for pizza? I mean, your pizza is really good, but I wouldn't say it's that worth it to sit there no. for 30 minutes arguing with management over a mask. Yeah, and getting the cops called on you? Like, holy shit. Nah, and, like, like, that guy was looking for trouble. Yeah, he was, and then, like, eventually, like, after they fought with him for a while, well, like, okay, first of all, dude, like, five officers showed up. It was fucking weird. I don't know why so many of them showed up. Like, we only needed one. <laughs> but, like, five of these officers just, like, stroll into the fucking restaurant, like, all at once. We're like, holy shit, like, a bunch of them showed up. And they just surround this guy. <laughs> and they all just start, like, talking him down and everything, and, like... Uh, finally, one of the officers walks over to us, and she was real nice. She was just like, okay, we convinced him to leave. Like, he's going to leave the restaurant. Is there anything else you need from us? And my manager was just like, no, like, thank you. We really appreciate it. Like, he was being very aggressive with us. Thank you for convincing him to leave. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll be sure to stick around and, like, make sure that he actually leaves. And we're like, okay, we appreciate it. Dude, literally, as we're talking to this officer, the guy walks up to my manager, and I just looked at him, I was like, you motherfucker, I swear to God, if you start more shit, I'm gonna fucking lose it. Like, I thought my manager was gonna lose it. He deadass looked at my manager, he goes, hi, sir, and he takes one of our, like, folded up menus, and he hands it to him with a pen, like, hands it to my manager, and he goes, can you write your name down? (laughs) My manager just goes... No. (laughs) He was like, he's like, no, sir, I'm not going to write my name down for you. Sorry. And then he just goes, okay. And he takes out his phone, takes a picture of my manager, and then looks over at me and takes a picture of me. And like when I saw that he was taking a picture of me, I dead ass posed for him. Dude, I did this like I did this like sexy ass little sideways pose for him and I like smiled and like tilted my head down and everything. Cause I was just like, dude, I'm a fucking cashier. I don't run this place. Like, go ahead and take a picture of me. What are you gonna fucking do? Like, I I don't have any part in this. Like, I was just enforcing the rule that the owner gave me. So like 
if the owner finds out, he's just going to be proud of me for, like, helping him, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, I, was, I, I was like, go ahead, take a picture of me. I'd love some recognition. Thanks. Like, I mean, at that point, it's literally just smiling and waving and presenting yourself in such a way where you look where you look completely harmless. And it's, it's just some people, man, they get so stuck in their heads, like, and they just don't, like, see other perspectives to the point where they just get so upset over, like, something so small and irrelevant. Literally, all I had to do was go to that grocery store that's, like, literally, like, half a block away, buy a mask for two fifty, and come back. It was not that hard. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about it is I even told him this, too. I told him, I said, sir, you only have to have the mask on when you're, like, walking around or, like, ordering with me. I was like, once you sit down at the table and actually, like, get your food, you can take it off to eat. I was like, so literally you only need it for, like, maybe two or three minutes just while you're walking around the restaurant around other people and, like, talking to me when you're ordering. I was like, once you've ordered and you go sit down at the table, the mask doesn't matter anymore. I was like, you can literally take it off. And he just, like, flipped his shit about it. And I was like, dude, like... (laughs) I'm trying to be helpful here. And the craziest part about the whole thing is his girlfriend slash wife literally just stood there like the whole time. She didn't say a fucking word. She didn't help him. She didn't help us. Nothing. She just stood there. And like, even when the police showed up, she just sat there. And I'm like, why don't you like talk to him and be like, hey, honey, how about we like, you know, chill (laughs) you know like jesus like we're taking this way farther than it needs to be and it's just not worth it i mean it sounds like she clearly knew this was fucking stupid if she didn't say a single word like yeah it's almost like he he may be like abusive or something and she just like didn't want to you know go down that road because maybe she has before and it didn't end very well you know I hope that's not the case, but, I mean, that guy definitely seems like a prick, considering how he abused you and your manager verbally. Yeah, I'm just, I'm glad that we called the police when we did, because if we didn't, it would have gotten a lot worse. Um, yeah, I don't know, because he went from being, like, passive-aggressive to just straight-up aggressive, like, almost with like within a sentence like it was almost instant and like i started getting really nervous because i'm not gonna lie the guy was pretty jacked like he was he was pretty big like he could have kicked the shit out of me and my manager like at the same time um so i was very afraid that it was gonna get physical um because we've had that happen before and luckily it didn't but I was pretty nervous in the moment, not going to lie. Because I can stand up to people pretty easily just because I don't really give a shit what people think. And I'm pretty good at standing up to people. But like when somebody's in your face like that and they're just not backing down and they just don't give up no matter how much you try. At a point it starts to get a little nerve wracking because it's like, holy shit, like is this guy literally going to like kick my ass like right now? Like, <laughs> you is, know, is, it's this, like, is this really happening? Yeah, because, like, I'm really weak. Like, I can't hold my own. So, you know, I was I was a little worried, but... Man, like, I don't know. I, I From my perspective, and maybe it's just because I walk eight miles a day with my mask on, uh, there's no excuse not to wear it, even if you have asthma. I'm, like, constantly at half breath because of how much I'm walking. 
a, a little bit of walking when you're inside of a building with a mask on is nothing, and people really should not complain about that at all. Yeah, and hey, on the bright side, like if you're ha- if you're at half breath all the time, in a way, it's kind of improving your cardio a little bit. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah! Like you're in a way you're sorta kind of getting a workout, but not really. Um, Especially in this crazy time with COVID, like it, there's never been a better feeling than at the end of the day taking your mask off and be like, <gasps> "Holy shit, I can breathe!" Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. I don't know. We're in a crazy time, man. I'm hoping we're near the end of it. I, well, I was going to say, like, I hope we make it to the end of the year, to be honest. I don't know anymore, dude. I mean, we're in September now. It's been six months officially since COVID really became an issue. And we're seemingly nowhere closer to solving it. So that's always comforting, you know, that we're, we're not doing shit. I mean, Russia apparently has a vaccine that they're testing on humans. That's cool. Uh, the U.S. won't use it, though, because uh, we have a Noompa Loompa uh, for president, and he, he doesn't like Russia. <laughs> so that's kind of scary. But, you know, I'm hoping that uh, the world gets better. It, it needs to. I'm, I'm tired of my mask. I, I don't like this, this kind of mask culture that we have because, I'll be honest, I miss a good handshake. I really do. Yeah, me too. And being able to see people's faces, you know. What's a face? <laughs> yeah. <for laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, hey, if not, live free, die young, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not ideal, but if that's what you got, that's what you got. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think we would die. We'd probably recover, but still. I don't know, man. I I, I put a lot of smoke in my lungs. Um <laughs> That's the yeah. one thing for me that I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe I should slow down, which I have actually since moving out on my own, which is weird. I, uh, it's, it's not normal because I, I'm sure you know, Nick, I, I would, I used to smoke kind of heavily. Yeah. But I mean, you know, to each their own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone's got their vice. Some people got their tobacco, um, fixes. Uh, uh some people drink a lot and I, uh. I, I smoke so much to a point where I, um, I I don't know what's left and what's right, and I'm totally comfortable with it. Hell yeah, man. Well, um, holy shit, dude, we've been... I don't know if you can see it or not, but... It's been an hour uh, and a half, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or almost. We're getting there. We uh, are. But uh, I'm glad you came on here. I actually really enjoyed this. We talked a lot of... Uh, Interesting. No, there may not have been a lot of comedy in this one, but I think we covered a lot of good topics and stuff. I I do too. I really appreciate you having me on, man. Because like, uh, I've always wanted to do this with you. We just never got to the point where we were able to do it. And then I feel you and I were both in like the mindset of like, okay, I kind of want to do this. But then we had like a month before we moved out. We're like, well, fuck. So... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was like, well, shit, I guess we kind of missed our fucking opportunity. But uh, I'm glad that there's opportunity still knocking um, for it, and uh, hopefully you'll have me back on in the future, because I had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, if you ever want to come back on, just, you know, let me know when we can find a time. Um, uh, my my schedule is a little more open than yours, but kind of not really at the same time. Um I mean, I'm I'm usually free around like nine o'clock and on. Um, like in re- in regards to this, as long as you like reach out to me like a, a few days in advance, so I can like give you a day that I am free. Uh, we can definitely make this work because I I would love to do this more often. 
Hell yeah, man. <laughs> also, I'd like to mention we're recording this at one in the morning. <laughs> what better time than when you're delirious and half drunk? Hell yeah. Well, I'm not half drunk. I wish I was. Yeah, but, I, uh, I had I had two. I didn't have one. Um, and I, I, I don't drink hardly any uh, anything. <laughs> so two, two got me a bit more tipsy than I would like to admit. Um, and it's weird because I'm, I'm a bit overweight, so I shouldn't I shouldn't be a lightweight, but I, I feel like I am. Eh, you'll be right. But um, just to reassure everybody, we are still doing this remotely, just like episode one. So um, Jake's a little bit closer to me than Evan was, but um, we're we're still not in the same room. Uh, we are still doing this remotely, um, and I plan to keep doing the doing it this way. Um, for a while, um, except for, like, maybe with, like, my really close friends that I kind of hang out with on, like, a daily or a weekly basis, just because I know they don't have COVID. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, thanks, Shane, for coming on, and I'm, I'll definitely have you on here again. I don't know when, but, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. But, uh... Of course, man. Like, just hit me up, and I'll, I'll, I'll make time for this. This is fun. Hell yeah, maybe man, maybe next time we can go into some more fucked up topics. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll look up all all the things. So go on Best Score and find some wild stuff to talk about. Hell yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to say before we wrap this up? Um, I will say that I am looking to start uh, a podcast of my own here uh, in the next few um, few weeks, maybe a couple months. Uh, uh, I'm working with a couple people uh, to get it going, get the ground running. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll give more details probably the next time that I am on Nick's podcast. Hopefully I'll have more information by then. But um, I'm not going to give any of my like social media and stuff out until I know we're like, for sure getting it going. Awesome. I'm excited. I would um, love to have you on, Nick. I'd love to be on it, and I will love to listen to it because I'm pretty sure I know the people that you're going to have on there. I don't want to say their names because you know, it's not for sure yet, but... Um, if it is the people I'm thinking about, I'm really excited to listen to it. If if right. uh, if it uh, rhymes with two people that you if you've met before, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <does>. okay. <laughs> then I'm excited. That's that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thanks for coming on. I enjoyed this, and uh, I'll we'll see you next time. Um, last word I have to say: um, pickles. They're pretty gross unless it's on the Chick Fil A sandwich. That that's all I got. All right. Final. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we need to go to bed. <laughs> what's, what's, what's sleep? <laughs> yeah. Or, right. I don't, I don't know. All right. Well, hey, we made it, hey, one minute, uh, an hour and 30. Hey, we hit an hour and 30. All right. Well, good time to stop then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good milestone. <laughs> All right. We'll see you all next time. All right. Bye. Bye.